was a good friend of mine. Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Baron. Hey, Mr. Case. Lil Baron. <laughs> How you doing today? Oh, I'm doing good. Today's a good day. Yeah, it so, is. So listen, you've heard the saying, you are what you eat. Yes. You've heard that before, right? <laughs> Why do you say it like that? It must be chocolate (laughs) or a Cheeto. Although I haven't had Cheetos for a while. So, okay. Okay. So (laughs) it it is true. But if you want to be a person who has strong bones and good joint health, then there are some things that you will want to eat. Yes. Yes. Really, when it comes right down to it, the key to keeping your body strong, it does start in the kitchen. It It just does. It does. We're going to talk about working out a lot. We're going to talk about exercise. All those things are important. But diet is really where we get the nutrients that we need, right? So I found this article. It's written by Natalie Rizzo. She's a registered dietitian. It's called 11 Foods That Will Boost Your Bone Strength and Joint Health. Now, we're not going to have time for all of them, but I wanted to touch on a few of the things. So the first question that came to my mind is what nutrients are actually important for bone and joint health. Mm -hmm. And it turns out there's quite a few things that we need. So the the first one is no surprise, calcium. Calcium, Yeah, yeah, that would be the first on, I think, everyone's list. So calcium serves uh, its main purpose in the body is for, to, to give us the strong bones that mm-hmm. we need. That's according to the experts, but it's not a nutrient that occurs naturally in our body. So we must consume it. We have to oh. eat it through food and adults need about a thousand milligrams of calcium a day. Oh. Another one is vitamin D mm-hmm. that probably doesn't surprise very many people. Mm-hmm. Vitamin D is necessary for the <laughs> absorption of calcium oh. and individuals who lack this vitamin can oftentimes have very soft bones and they can even develop limb deformities. So we want to get the vitamin D. The recommendation for vitamin D is 600 international units per day. Um, The next one is collagen. Oh, now you've probably heard of collagen. Yes, I take it. Okay. So you know a little bit about it. So collagen is found in animal connective tissues. Uh, It's the most abundant protein in the human body. It's found in our skin, muscles, bones, tendons, and it's a nutrient that is being studied right now for maintaining joint health and treating arthritis pain. Okay, wait. I just have to say three out of three I'm taking. Okay. Well, there you go. See, 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 you're doing just fine. So they they don't actually have a daily recommendation for collagen, but Mm -hmm. meat eaters get plenty on a daily basis. The next one is vitamin C. Oh, okay. So this is an immune boosting nutrient that promotes collagen synthesis. Uh, In addition, vitamin C stimulates the cells that build bones and enhances vitamin D's ability ability to absorb calcium. Oh, so vitamin C recommendations vary from 75 to 120 milligrams based on your gender, but that's an important one. Huh. Uh, we also need to get healthy fats like omega threes. We got to get magnesium and we got to get vitamin K. These are the nutrients that help us have strong bones and good joints. And huh. the good thing is, is they're not that hard to come by. Right. All you got to do is incorporate a few of these following foods into your diet. Okay. okay. The first one, turmeric. Oh, do you know what that is? I do. Yeah. It's a a spice, right? Yeah. So it's a vibrant yellow peppery spice. It contains a compound called curcumin. Oh, I think I'm saying that right. (laughs) I think you are too. (laughs) Which has potent Mm anti-inflammatory properties. So curcumin has been studied for its joint health potential and research suggests 
it may relieve the symptoms associated with arthritis. Mm -hmm. You can also add turmeric to pretty much everything. Scrambled eggs, yeah. uh, they recommend lattes, even uh, roasted vegetables. You can almost put it on anything. It's a spice that goes everywhere. Hmm. So it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Number two, prunes. Oh. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> well, okay. pr prunes contain potassium and magnesium okay. as well as vitamin K. And research in the journal Osteoporosis International shows that eating five or six prunes daily may help prevent bone loss. Oh. You can try eating them as a snack or using them to sweeten baked goods. Okay. I can see by the look on your face that prunes are not your favorite food. Let's move on. Fortified milk. <laughs> okay. Okay. So everyone knows that calcium in milk does yes. the body good. You remember yes, that? Good yes. Does, right? But fortified milk is also one of the rare food sources for vitamin D mm -hmm. and getting enough vitamin D may help prevent hyperparathyroidism, which is an excess of the parathyroid hormone in the blood that may cause osteoporosis, joint pain, and other issues. So milk mm -hmm. is good. Blueberries. Okay. Blueberries are packed with two beneficial nutrients, polyphenols and vitamin C. Mm -hmm. We talked about vitamin C. Mm -hmm. Research suggests the polyphenols in blueberries may reduce joint pain from osteoarthritis. And a serving, which is about a handful mm -hmm. or a cup of blueberries, provides 16% of your daily vitamin C, which is needed for collagen production. Hmm. Uh, two more really quickly, bell peppers. When we, when we think of vitamin C, we oftentimes think of the citrus fruits, right. right? But a one medium bell pepper contains more than a day's worth of vitamin C. Wow. So there's a lot of vitamin C there. In addition to stimulating collagen, vitamin C is also an inflammation fighting antioxidant. Mm -hmm. And finally, sweet potatoes. Okay. Oh, you like sweet potatoes. I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So sweet potatoes are loaded with both magnesium and potassium, two important nutrients for bone health. Magnesium activates the vitamin D, so low levels can affect your bone health and potassium also helps neutralize acids in the body that cause calcium to escape from the bone. So <laughs> everything working together yeah. to keep our bones strong and our joints strong. So okay, just I'm a few options. pretty good about this one so today. Good. Yeah. yeah. You like a lot of these things. I yeah. Know you do. yeah. So today's guest yes. is none other than one of our amazing athletes. Yes. Uh, Paul Holbrook has competed nine times at the Huntsman World Senior wow. Games. His event of choice is track and field. Now, in addition to being an athlete, Paul also has a master's degree in gerontology. He is a certified strength and conditioning specialist through the National Strength and Conditioning Association and has worked as a personal trainer for over 25 years wow. with more than 45,000 personal wow. training hours. So <laughs> in 2005, Paul founded Age Performance, which is a human performance training center for adults age 50 plus. Paul, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So uh, what do you think about all these food choices? <laughs> well, does that, does that jive with what you know? Um, well, I'm blown away by the green peppers. Me yeah. too. Me too. <laughs> That's amazing. I didn't know I had that much vitamin C. Yeah. that I, I read that every once in a while in, in articles, but it always catches me off guard because yeah. I just, I always think citrus. I always think oranges, right. lemons. Uh, limes, that's your vitamin C source, but no, but those bell yeah. peppers, they've got a bunch of vitamin C. So, and did you say that, did you say in the beginning that Cheetos had vitamin C? Oh, no, no, you didn't know. no, I think they do. <laughs> Lil's doing her own personal study. I'll let you know later. Results will be published later for sure. <laughs> Gosh. No, Paul, today with you, um, I, I, I think we want to touch on a number of things, but the main thing we want to talk about is speed. Speed and power. So mm -hmm. give us give us the lowdown. What do we need to know about speed and power and how it relates to senior athletes? So 
It's really amazing um, with the kind of the new research coming out about the importance of speed and power. And speed and power is nothing more than speed times velocity or, or force times velocity equals power. So um, moving some resistance at a fast rate. And that could simply be your, your body. Um, we hear so much about strength training, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And as you read, I'm a strength and conditioning specialist. So strength has always been like the go-to, right? And you still hear about it. And it's still important. But what they're finding with older adults is, is this is key, is that working with speed and power into your workout program is more important than strength training when it comes to improving physical function. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I don't kind of know where to, I mean, I can just keep going on and on, <laughs> but I'm trying to think, okay, what does that, what does that mean? So if I step back and I think, and, and this is something I've done in my practice for a long time is I've like, like, for example, I'll have, some, I'll have an older client in my, in my facility who's maybe 80 or 90, who can be really strong, who can go on the leg press and literally push a lot of weight, let's yeah. say um, 250 to 300 pounds. Wow. But yet when they get off the leg press and they walk across the gym floor to another exercise, they're walking really slowly, like, and, 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 and frailly. And I'm like, what is that about? Yeah. And it's this, it's this, um, it's this inability to move fast because we don't do it anymore. Probably the last time that we moved with any kind of speed for most of us <laughs> could have been as far back as middle school or high yeah. school. Elementary right? school even, right? Or, uh, right. Or tag on the playground or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And so um, there are two kinds of, I, I won't go too much into the physiology, but this, I think this background will help. Essentially, we have two kinds of muscle fibers. We have what's called type one, which is slow twitch muscle fiber which is allows us to sit for long periods of time, stand for long periods of time, walk for long distances, run marathons, things like that. And then we have fast twitch muscle fiber or type two muscle fiber, which allows us to, um, you know, get out of a chair quickly, to throw th something quickly, um, to run across the street fast, or more importantly, really, to recover from a stumble if we were to stumble so we don't fall oh, down. Okay. Yeah, now here's... Okay. Okay, now so let me okay, so now here's here's the kicker. So I, I talked about right um, the slow twist muscle fiber and the fast twist muscle fiber. As we get older, we lose muscle, right? Yeah. If we don't do something about it, right, if we don't right, lift right. weights, if we don't exercise, we lose the fast twist muscle fiber at twice the rate as the slow twist muscle fiber. Wow. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say that again. So we lose the fast twist muscle fiber. Uh, at twice the rate as the slow twitch muscle fiber. Wow. So no wonder why we move slower as we get older. <clears throat> okay. Um, and, and, and so now I'm going to go off into my kind of like my little um, soapbox here. Cause <laughs> I often get wonder, up on it. Get I up often on that wonder like, <laughs> why, why then do we do so many endurance activities? Because when we do do endurance activities, and I'm not knocking that. If that's your deal, great, go for yeah, it. It's keeping yeah. you healthy. There's so many benefits to it. But from my perspective, the question is, is when you're doing that, that's not doing anything to help you with the fast twitch muscle fiber. In fact, you're keeping it at bay more. You're not doing any favors for that fast twitch muscle fiber. So 
um, you know, I, I, so what, what, what's, what the buzz in the industry with trainers and coaches, particularly those working with older adults, is for sure, we need to start working more speed and power uh, with our older adults just for better function. It is, it's got to happen. And, and they're finding that it has a greater impact on improving your balance than strength does. Now, this is this is kind of hard for me to say because I've been a big strength guy <laughs> right. for for a long, long time. Anyway, I, I, I'm gonna I've got more to say, but I'll stop there if there's any questions. Well, not not so much a question as much as a comment. The thing that you the, the thing that you said to me that stands out the most is the ability to recover from a stumble. Yeah, because we know we just yeah. know that the research and the statistics show that as we age. Mm-hmm. Our tendency to fall increases, mm-hmm. and it it makes sense. It makes sense, even if we are trying to do some of these endurance things or these strength things that we're not able to move quite fast enough to catch that toe that stumbled over the rug or whatever. Right. And down we go, and then there's a broken wrist or a broken hip, hip. or something like that, and then we're in real trouble. So. I mean, what you're saying, it, it makes sense. There's yeah, a, there's a logic that makes sense from a long-term overall health and wellness standpoint. Um, my, my, my question for you is, how do you go about strengthening the yes. fast twitch? I, I can very quickly and easily envision the slow twitch. You know, you do your, okay. your lunges, you do yeah. your squats, you do your leg presses. presses. Uh, those are the easy ones for me to envision. How do we get that? How do we get that power? And so how do we, how do we work speed and power? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let me let me tackle that. But before I do, let me just go back to the the, the stumbling, uh, you know, tr- uh, recovering from a stumble. Um, so when we don't exercise the fast twitch muscle fibers, they literally they're in our body still, but they don't activate as a fast twitch muscle fiber. I won't go too much into it. They literally start to activate like a slow twitch muscle fiber because the slow twitch muscle fiber motor neuron has found a way to latch onto that fast twitch muscle fiber, but it's then activating as a slow twitch muscle fiber. So, so yeah, it's really fascinating, but, but so when you, um, when you stumble, you, your body literally doesn't have the ability to react fast. Yeah. I mean, it just is not there. So there's this gap. Okay. So, what do we do then to decrease that gap or close that gap so that we can move fast and so we can recover quickly? There's a lot of things you can do. One of them is sitting on a chair or a bench and simply standing up as quickly as you can from that bench, okay, um, or that chair. And if you're sitting in a chair with arms, you can you can push off with your arms and use, your, use any muscle part, any part of your body to get up from that chair if you, if you can. Okay, so you don't have to do it just only your legs. But that, the, the key is, is to come up as fast as you can, sit back down, come up as fast as you can. And don't do very many reps. The idea is to be really fast and have, you know, think about quality over quantity. So maybe do three to five repetitions only, but then rest for maybe 45 seconds or a minute to recover enough and then do it again maybe two or three sets of that. Another good thing to do is what I call um, either A skips or high knee skipping. Basically it's just skipping and you can even skip in place. Okay, and that has a lot of, um, a lot of counter effects to the aging body as we know it in terms of poor posture, poor arm swing. When you skip, 
you are doing a speed and power move, but you're also doing a lot. You're doing, you know, working on your posture, working on arm swing and, and hip extension, things like that. Um, so those are two really, you mentioned a, a high knee skip. Is the high knee important or can you just skip? Not necessarily. No, no. That's a good, great question. Not necessarily. You can just skip. Another one is to do um, standing, like a standing long jump. You don't have to like jump really hard, really far or really high. And I would recommend that you don't, particularly in the beginning. On a scale of one to 10, maybe make it a six or seven on a scale of one to 10 in the beginning where you are just jumping like a broad jump, okay, or a standing long jump. Yeah. Um, and just jump, land, jump again, land, um, and then work your way up to maybe where you're putting a little more effort into it of a seven or eight, something like that. Okay. Interesting. Hmm, Interesting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is all kind of <laughs> twisting my mind a little bit because like you, Paul, I've always, I've always been an advocate for strength training and, and I've tried to practice it throughout yeah. my life. I'm not, I'm not, I've not been perfect certainly. And I'll be honest, I'm on a little bit of a low right now. I need to get back onto it, but I really like what you're talking about here. And again, it makes a lot of sense. And these are all things that are very accessible to any of us. You don't need special equipment. You don't have to go join a gym. You don't have to do anything other than just some of these simple, basic power movements, right? Yeah. Another, another good one that you can do that we all have access to is um, going up your stairs, whether it's at home or your porch, of course, be careful. But, and again, when, you know, the, the, the trick is, right, we automatically go to, well, okay, fine, I can do stairs. Oh, I'll go to the stadium stairs and I'll do 40 gonna, stadiums, do, right? Yeah, I'm going to do 30 our, stories, right? <laughs> that's our mentality. But don't do that. Just do maybe four, Would you, you know, four stairs, but do them as fast as you can. Walk back down, give yourself a good amount of time of recovery, like a minute. Do it again. One, two, three, four. Go back down, give yourself some recovery. One, two, three, four. Or you could just stay on that one stair and just go up and down on that one stair like five to eight times. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You could do that. That's a really good speed and power move. Absolutely. Again, so accessible. <laughs> now, now, I want to clarify this, and I think I know what your answer is going to be, but I, I just want to make sure. When you're talking about speed and power, are you? is your recommendation that you replace your strength training with these movements or that you enhance or add to whatever resistance training you may already be doing? That's, that's, that's a really, really good question. In fact, I just came off of a webinar last week about this very subject or this subject came up and I'm not sure I have the exact answer. <clears throat> However, the research is showing that you can go right into speed and power and you can do it safely and you don't necessarily need the strength training. I think you need some strength training. I, I do. I, I think when I'm working in my facility, we are probably doing 80 to 85, 90% speed and power. So we are already there. We're really on that far end of the spectrum of working speed and power, but I also make sure that we throw in some strength work. So the bottom line is, is do a lot of speed and power, but also maybe just throw some strength in there as well to make sure you've got that, have that stability, stability of the joints, of the ligaments, the tendons. Um, you know, but, but I got to say this too. I mean, I have to say this. When you work speed and power, you are going to be getting stronger. 
there is going to be an element of strength that's going to come your way when you work speed and power. No question about it. You also are going to gain better balance as a result of working speed and power. You um, also are going to be working your cardiorespiratory system as a result of working speed and power. So there's a lot there. There's a lot of effectiveness in that one mode of, of exercising. So there's a lot that comes your way by just working speed and power, probably more than any other thing you can do. That again, this, this is, this is flipping <laughs> my brain just a little bit. Cause I thought you were going to say, yeah, we're doing about 80% strength, but we're really yeah. on that, on that speed of power too. We've got about 20% in there. You, you've really yeah. and just kind of caught me off guard there, but, uh, but everything you're saying makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It sounds like there's some good research behind it. I'm there gonna, is. I'm going to shift gears for just a second, because I do want to touch on this. I mentioned at the beginning that you have competed for nine years in track and field at the Huntsman world senior games. It feels like if there was a sport that really capitalized on and took advantage of speed and power track and field has got to be <laughs> right. towards the top of that list, right? It, it is. In fact, I did a little research. I went onto the website, the uh, Huntsman world games website. Yeah. And I'll look at all the events. <clears throat> now there are, so there are a number of, a uh, number of sporting activities that incorporate speed and power in the sport itself. So sure. I'm going to list them. Badminton, basketball, Racquetball, rugby, softball, soccer, tennis, and volleyball. Now, there's two that I put question marks on. Pickleball, it's got a good reaction element to it, but I'm just not sure if there's enough movement. And then table tennis. Yeah. I, I don't know that much about table, but it's the same thing. So I put question mark on those two. So let's say that there's eight sports that require a lot of speed and power. When you go to track and field, um, I won't go through them all, but there are 15 items right. Within wow. track and field that are going to be explosive movements from the shot put to the javelin to long jump to triple jump to sprints. Okay. So there is a lot there in track and field that, 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 um, you know, that uh, you're going to, to uh, really develop that speed and power by, you know, getting ready for your event by practicing and training. Okay. And then you go to your event and do it. It's yeah, it's pretty cool. So we don't have time to get into this, but I'm just <laughs> going to float this question out there because I find it so interesting. We talked about falls earlier. I wonder if the rate of falls in track and field athletes is significantly different from other senior athletes. Now we know as a generalization that senior athletes experience fewer falls, Yeah. but I wonder if within that subset, if track and field, and it would make sense that that would be the case. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want, do you want, so I, I can tell you what I did about um, five years ago. Um, it was actually 2017 is when it was. Um, and this is when the, 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 the track and field was, I believe, at Dixie High School. Yeah. Um, so I did this. I hired a student down at, down at Dixie University, an, uh, an exercise science uh, student. And I had them take, I think we did, yeah, we did 15. I said, go find 15 long distance runners before their event. And then have them do five sit to stand from a chair, time them how long it takes them to do five. Yeah. Okay. And I think I can't remember the average age of the 15 was 69. Okay. And then I had them do the same thing with sprinters, sprinters. go find 15 sprinters, do the same thing, five sit to stand, time them how long will it take the sprinters. Now on average, I believe the average age and average of those 15 long distance runs was 69. And I think uh, the sprinters were six. Uh, no, sorry. 
Sorry, I got that backwards. The long-distance runners were average age 66. The sprinters were 69. So the sprinters were a little bit older. But what the significance was, the sprinters were uh, two seconds faster in on average on that sit-to-stand than the long wow. distance. Wow. Yeah, two seconds faster in their ability to do that. So, again, there's probably all kinds of holes in that research. It was just something fun I wanted yeah. to do. But it says something. It says something Absolutely. that, you know, they have they, they, they can definitely move quicker. But about the fall thing, that, that'd be a great study to do is yeah, to, very, to study the differences between falls. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Paul, thank you so much. We've, oh my gosh. We've, we've, we've used up all of our time, but we're going to need to have you back. Yes, and, we definitely uh, are. Some of these concepts a little bit deeper, but yeah. thank you okay. so much for joining us today. And we look forward to seeing you throughout the year, yeah. but also especially in October. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. All right. Oh, that, that that, I got to be honest, that kind of flipped my yeah, mind just a yeah. little bit. I, that's interesting. I'm going to have yeah. to follow up on that myself. A couple of really quick things to okay. get us out of the show here. Individual oh, registration yes. is opening on March 1st. It's coming right around the corner. Yes, it is. It happens at the stroke of midnight mountain time. So get that on your calendar. And many of our individual sports tend to fill up relatively quickly. So get registered early and then use that as a motivation to stay on track Mm -hmm. throughout the year. We want to remind you to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5 30 PM Mm -hmm. mountain time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman world senior games, active life. We take this live show and turn it into a podcast and you can subscribe anywhere Mm -hmm. that podcasts are found. You can also find this as well as previous shows right on our website seniorgames.net is where you find it today's inspirational thought is from the great poet ralph waldo emerson and he says don't be pushed by your problems be led by your dreams until next thursday stay active